Boom, coming in hot, Chichi, on a Monday. On a Monday. You got your yeah. day started off. A couple handsome fellas out to breakfast with oh. you I saw this morning. What'd you, what'd you Bro, do? Come, I'm the, I'm, dude, I'm the most grateful human being on live. I'm, I'm, I'm like on, uh, I'm, I'm on Planet Nine. Cl- I'm on Cloud Nine and Planet Nine. Planet there's nine. a Planet Nine, I'm on it. If there's a Cloud Nine, I'm on it. It's incredible. <laughs> Andrew, my son Andrew came home for Easter weekend, which has been great, who goes to Dayton. And then my son Jake came home. They, uh, Kent State had an off day today. They uh, swept Bowling Green this weekend, and then they had an off day. So he came in today hanging out, and we went to breakfast this morning. But one of the coolest moments, dude, ever happened for me as a dad last night. We were uh, – I, I found this box of DVDs, just random DVDs in the attic. And I was like, oh, man, I haven't seen these in a while. It turns out and, – and VHS tapes are both. And turns out I found – uh, a series in Richmond. I went, I went four for four against Old Dominion in 1995 with four homers. And, you know, right. I think we've even talked about yes, it. Yes, we I talked found, about that day. Uh, that one of this, one of this, um, one, a dad in the stands videoed it for me, dude. Like, just what? took video of me. And my parents didn't do anything like that. So I've never watched it before. And so I was watching it with my sons last night, which is so cool because that was, it was their age. I was their age and I was 20 years old doing that. So it was really cool watching that with them. And then... Then, bro, I went and found the Reds. Uh, you know, I made this Reds oh. over eight years or, or since when I, my first hit to eight years with the Reds. Uh, this guy, Dave Storm, great guy who was the who used to work the scoreboard with the Reds. I paid him some money in the offseason one time to put together these highlight videos because I always loved highlight videos. Well, bro, I had this highlight video and we sat and watched it last night. Man, it was just nice, dude. Like, yeah. no one cares about my career or anything like that. Like, but. You know, to, to be able to have a highlight video and sit there with your two sons that are in college wow. and just have that moment, dude, it was really, really, really. I, I, I even thanked them this morning, like, thanks for sitting and watching that with me. And they were like, Dad, that was incredible to watch. Because I think as you get older and, you and, and you know, you're playing baseball in college, you understand how hard it is and, you know, all that stuff. So yeah. it was just cool, man. I, just a cool moment with my kids. I'm so grateful for it, brother. That's awesome. That reminds me, when I was in high school, uh, there's this guy – his name is Harry. I'm forgetting his last name, but he was, he made a career out of, you know, getting a huge camcorders like we had back then, not like how they have now. And he would, he would, you sign with him and he would do a, like a mixtape for you. Nowadays, it's all over the internet. Every high school kid has like a mixtape with like music, set, like a, like a rock, right. show, rock show. But back then, this guy, Harry, I forget his last name, but he would go and he, he had, he was basically the best guy on Long Island to get your your tapes out there to colleges and stuff. And we right. used to call him Harry the Hat because it's just reminded me of this. Remember back like when we were like in, in Little League in high school, your hat, like the baseball caps were so cheap. It was like foam insert with the, yes. the band. Yeah. So this guy's smoking a smack with it. Like, <laughs> yeah. But yeah. so this guy's nickname was Harry the hat, because even when they started making a nice, like snapback hats, this guy would wear this, like, like foam, foam rubber, hat, like <laughs> crooked, had a bed bend on the top. Like, and it was Harry the hat, Harry the hat got everybody into college scholarships. Back in the day. Ah, that's great. Harry. Thank yeah, you. Yeah. Shout out to Harry. He got me that's into so Columbia. So, um, but yeah, you would make VHS tapes and ma- you would mail the VHS tape to a college and a good guy would look at it and either call you or not. It's a different story. Know, dude, it's incredible. It's incredible. <laughs> yeah. No, seriously. And dude, nowadays too, like I just saw something on Instagram where you could take your VHS, ta- VHS tapes, which I have a million upstairs, box them up, send them to this company and they just digitize. We're them. doing that. We're doing that. Well, Jess's dad has, uh, has like a thousand 
VHS, he, he had a camera when they were little kids. So, like, little two-year-old Jess running around with her sister Vanessa. Yeah. Like, we're getting them all digitized that's so awesome. everybody can see them. Anyway. Yeah, it's incredible. So that's our personal notes for the day. Baseball, so much going on. Let's just start. I, we'll so start much, with the race. Bro. Start so with the race again. 9-0. and I'm going to the Pirate-Astro game today, by the way, tonight. Oh, Pirates-Astros. We're, we're going to get very much into the Pirates. Yeah, we'll get into too. that. Yeah, But Tampa Bay is 9-0. Um, dude, the ra- Go ahead. Yeah, the Rays, dude. This team turns out is really good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're good. pitching. They've outscored their opponent in their nine wins, 75 to 18. Correct. Like they're winning by four more runs every game. I mean, they're, 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 they're closing in on records, MLB records. I mean, they're dominant on the bump, and they're absolutely raking that lineup top to bottom. How do they do it, dude? The Rays do it every year. Their payroll is like 60. I don't even know what it is. I think it's like 60, 70 million, you know, something it's like basically three players on the Padres yeah. is uh, is the payroll for the freaking, you yeah. know, the Rays. I think it's incredible, man. It's incredible. And Kevin Cash, you know, just finds a way to push all the right buttons. He re- Kevin Cash is the modern-day Terry Francona. Nice pull. Terry Francona and, and, and Tito, Tito was his mentor, right? You know, and Cash was with the Indians, was with the Red Sox when I was there. But then when Tito went to the Indians, Cash was his right-hand man. Dude. Kevin Cash is the guy. He's going to win championships. And it might not be with the Rays. I hope he does it with the Rays, but he will be a hot commodity at some point, like a Joe Madden was when he went to Chicago from the Angels. Kevin Cash is no secret anymore. Someone at some point when he's a free agent is going to pay for him to come, you know, win some championships. You know, when I knew Kevin Cash was going to be good was when I used to work with all you guys, like you and Millar and Dempster and all those guys. And like, the enthusiasm you guys all had when he finally got, you know, to oh, become yeah. a major league manager is like, it's like the entire fraternity of really nice, really good baseball players of your generation right. were like, this guy's going to be the greatest. And like, it was nonstop. It was everybody. Michael, all, all you guys loved it, loved him and loved yeah, we, the play. We, we knew it because we know the guy. So for them to be nine and oh, listen, he might win it with the race some point, but I'm just saying Kevin Cash is going to be a manager as long as he wants to be. Yeah, and you know, actually, that brings up kind of like a little bit of theme, like him, Booney. Let's go. Where else? Alex Cora. Alex, Alex Cora. Cora. David David Ross. You know, it's the former players now. It's not the, yeah. you know, there was it was getting to a nervous position where they were going to start putting, like, analytics guys in dugouts for managers, and I think yeah. we are seeing – Proof positive that the guys that played the game, that have the eyes for the game, that understand how difficult the game is, are probably the best managers in the game right now. Generally, I totally agree. I totally agree. And like I I know we had talked about this when David Ross was on, but but dude, the bench players on the 2008 Red Sox were me, Alex Cora, Kevin Cash, and uh, and who was the other guy? Uh, me, Alex Cora, Kevin Cat, and Rossi and David Ross. Wow. We were the four four guys on the bench. And who was so, your who was your manager that that year? That was Tito. There you go. Going. There you go. It's the tree. Yeah, no, ex- the tree exactly. of life. So the tree of yeah, coaching we, life comes from dude. It, 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 listen, there's always got to be balance in baseball. It's got to be part analytic nowadays, and but it's, you got to have guys that have been there, done that. This game is too hard mentally to not have guys that have understood what's in the box. You can't just have dudes that are saying, "Hey, this is a good theory," or "These are good mechanics." That doesn't freaking win baseball games. I, I I totally agree with that. Oh, I'm looking real quick at a power rankings right here. And obviously, you have to put the Rays number one, right? Yeah. They got the Brewers number two here and the Yankees number three here. Um, 
going down the list, whatever. But hey, let's go back to the Pirates, man, because I saw this over the weekend. First of all, it's like <laughs> you never want to see a, a an almost brawl on Easter Sunday, but it, it always yeah. happens that like on, on weird like you know holidays, like things like that happen. But horrible news for the Bucks because the guy we've been hyping up for <sighs> weeks goes down. It looked like yeah. it just shows you how fast the game of baseball is. And I think that's what started the brawl was like, not that it was a full-out brawl, but like, it's just such a fast game and emotions are running so high and plays are so bang-bang. Can you walk us through what you saw on that and what your take is on the whole situation? Yeah. You know, O'Neal uh, Cruz, Cruz, Mm -hmm. he came in, play at the plate. um, Who was the catcher? Zavala. Right. Sebi Zavala. um, You know, he wasn't even blocking the plate, really. His mm-hmm. foot was right on the dish. He gave him a lane. And you've been there as a player. It's like kind of this weird moment where it's like you get caught. You're about five feet from the catcher. You're like, oh, my God, I haven't slid yet. So I got it. Like, you, like, you feel like you're going to stand up, but you can't do that anymore. So then you're like, okay, I got to get down. And he got down, like, awkwardly. And those dude. Those guys that are catchers are like rocks, man. They're just they're just the thickest dudes on the field. And their legs are tree trunks. So if you're sliding into them, you know, mm. y- there's many a time that that base runner is up getting the worst end of that. Yeah. You know and they're, I mean? wearing, they're, wearing bod- the they're wearing body armor. <laughs> yeah, they're wearing body armor, exactly. <laughs> so, you know, O'Neill Cruz came in and just was an awkward slide, and he ends up catching Zavala and... Zavala was not happy about it. He ended up turning around, what are you doing, dude? Like, right. But then he didn't realize Cruz is ankle was fractured right obviously right. he's out 10 to 12 weeks yeah, and so fractured. The, then the bucks run out there because they're pissed yeah, then I, don't, I, don't bl- comes I don't really blame anybody for that i think that was just a mo- it, an emotional it, moment it, yeah it's all good you you don't really know the full story and that you get emotional when you hear other players yelling at your players it doesn't matter why they're yelling you yeah. just you're going to defend that guy and you know obviously the bench is clear there's no punches thrown but it's, it's just an unfortunate situation for the buckos because they're playing good baseball Cruz is the guy you think has a chance to actually be a superstar on that team. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's unfortunate for the Pirates, an unfortunate situation for baseball. Yeah, that's true. Well, we said there's so many other storylines going right now. And right before we came on, you were like, wait, what about this? What about that? What about this? Why don't you yeah. give me one right now? Yeah, what oh, about oh. Jordan Walker, dude? There we go. I mean, uh, the, the headline, Walker ties Ted Williams with nine-game hitting streak to open career. Jordan Walker, this kid's a stud. Yeah, he's only twenty years old, super young. Um, while twenty years old or younger is something only position players. Eddie Murphy, twelve games. No, I don't think the guy did del- delirious. <laughs> Not that guy. Not that guy. Not that Eddie Murphy. <laughs> no. Uh, or uh, or what's the what's the movie coming to America? Coming to Not America. That Eddie Murphy. Hall of Famer Ted Williams and the young Cardinal star, the only people that have accomplished this since nineteen hundred. Dudes, this is a big thing. This kid's a stud, man. Six when six you have, 245. Six six 245. And when you have guys like Arenado and Goldschmidt saying at camp, this guy's better than us. This guy's yeah. gonna be better than us. That that that's high praise. Yeah. So he obviously he's hitting 353 already, you know, a couple home runs, couple bombs. But the one thing I love about Jordan Walker, the confidence. Yeah. You know, he just seems like, no, nah, I deserve to be here. There's one thing when you get called up and you're like, oh, you're taken back. There's another thing when you get called up and you dominate, you start to, you see those guys, you know, have some pretty incredible careers when you're yeah. a prospect like he is. Yeah. Great quote from Peralta, who, Freddie Peralta, who gave up a, uh, gave up, he, he goes, 
quote, he's a big dude. As soon as I saw him at the plate, I was like, my God, I had no idea how to throw him. Like I had a plan, but it's different when you're on a mound and you see him. I think he has a great feel to him. I was like, what am I going to do? You can tell his second AB, he got me with the slider. He hit it really hard. He's good looking. I agree with everything he just said. That's a great quote. That's a great quote by, by a great. professional ball player, pitcher saying that. Um, I got I feel I got a little Dave Winfield in my head. Like a little Ooh, bit when you're talking about the comp. swagger and the size. And the size. And being yeah. a good hitter. That's the thing about what that separates Winfield from like a lot of the bigger, stronger. Right. You know, back then yeah. guys were he was probably Winfield was probably more like 225, 230, but that's just how guys were built then. I think yeah. like very similar built, like a little more jacked than when he was, but and Dave Dave Winfield had that stride. It looked like he was going oh. like stride to the pitcher. Yeah, it was like it was like he was a pitcher. His stride was so yeah. and just looking to chop down and, and rip. I mean, they hit the ball so freaking hard. But yeah, yeah that's a great comp, Chance. Great Thanks. comp because and also, you know, when you when you look at a guy like Walker and Winfield, those big guys, you know, sometimes it's tough getting your arms extended. You got to have an electric bat speed, and that's what I'd see. Winfield had it. Walker has it. It's just, it's fun, man. It's fun to see the young guys doing well at the gates. He yeah. made the team on the on the last day of spring, and and off we go. Yeah, I always love seeing a young guys. Okay, Adley Adley Rushman too, man. Another four for four game the other day, yesterday. Mm-hmm. I mean, this guy's on fire, hitting close to four hundred. Yeah, is he? Let me see if I got that right. I think he's hitting like three, three eighty or something. But he's three eighty nine, raking. Yes. Three eighty nine. So, he's got two dingers. Yeah. Six rubies, 20 total bases, and 36 at-bats. That's good so far, right? Yeah. Yep. And the, and the AL East looks really good, too. The AL East again. is fun. Yeah, I just <laughs> love it. Yeah, you Turns know, out there's a lot of good teams in that. In that you thing. mentioned Rushman, man, and I, and I got to wa- I watched it. Whatever game, I think. I don't know who they were playing, but I got to watch a whole game with him. And just, he just, your Buster Posey comp is so great because he just looks cooler than everybody else. He looks calmer. <laughs> but he also <laughs> looks, he's also got a smile on his face a lot of the times. I love yeah. watching him. I love watching him. Such a him. great dude. Yeah, he's a guy you want to you want to turn on the game and like hey, let's see what Rutschman does. Yeah, almost like when, Har- when Bryce Harper first came up, I'm like I gotta watch that Nationals. I just want to see what Harper does. Yeah, you know? that's great. And speaking of yeah. watching guys, all right, do you have any other like quick notes on on any other guys you're popping up? No, I no, that's the, I mean, there's there's some good stuff, but those are the that's that's what popped out at me. No, I like that. I like all of it. Okay, I, I got a thing for you because we were talking about you know. What was it? The other day we were talking about you hugging Griffey after, what was it, his 400th or 500th home run? 500th. All right. I'm looking at the home run leaders right now. First, I have a question for you. Yeah. I'm going to give you the home run leaders. I'm going to rip down a list because this is a fun list. These are like the power guys in the game. You got Alonzo. You got Brian Reynolds who's just on fire. Those guys both have five. They're they're the the horses in the lead. But then you got, look at these guys, Adam Duvall, Aaron Judge, Devers, Luke Ro- Luis Robert Jr. is legit right now. Wander Franco, he can hit bombs. Jason Hayward's got three. Stanton, Trace Thompson has three in one game. And then Trout hit a couple over the weekend that were out of control. And Bogarts. I got a couple guys on this list. You got Stanton. You got Trout. You got Judge. And I'm going to put Alonzo on this list. Mm. Do you see? Give me the potential of those four guys hitting 500 home runs. Trout's 100% going to get the I – mean, he's at 350, right, already? I think so, yeah. So, like, or 300, he's at 300. He's got – Trout's going to get it. Yeah, okay. And I, I think he's starting to learn to hit home runs if that's even cra- impo- impossible. He's been like, he's been pelting that – they got that yeah. that, that uh, truck out <laughs> in the, the outfield. Car, yeah. <laughs> he just keeps 
hammering it in a gap. He he's been hitting homers yeah. consistently into that gap. Yeah. Okay. And where's where's Stanton? Where's Stanton? He's like, is he at four hundred? That's a good question. Hold on, Stanton. He's he's got a lot. And and if he gets to five hundred, is that enough to be the Hall of Fame worthy? You know what I mean? He's he has his average is not as bad for a home run hitter as most guys. He's a career two sixty four hitter. He's got three eighty one. I gotta really think he's to. playing enough to. I gotta think he'll. Yeah, play. he's only thirty three. Well, he's only thirty three. Wow. Yeah. It's a it's a it's a hard thirty three though. Wouldn't you say like injury wise? <laughs> it's a wide yeah. It's a it's a worn, injury wise. It's yeah. a worn out thirty three. Like he's yeah. gotten beat up over the years. Not to his um, own fault either. Like broken hands and shit. Dude, um, I think Alonzo is one of the quickest to one fifty right ever. Mm-hmm. I, I got I got a feeling that he it. He just has to stay healthy, and he'll have a chance to get to it. There's no doubt about it. But I think the the money on all that definitely is Trout. Okay. And, okay, so uh, Alonzo's 28 years old. He's got 151, but he hasn't played as long. He started 24 years old. But he's – and d- don't forget, we're, like, we're a little jaded here because 2020, nobody played that much. Everybody played 50 games because of the, the, the yeah, COVID. Right, so right, right, right. But so technically, like, you're looking at 53, 37, and 40 in his, in his three – Full that's years. pretty impressive. Yeah. Pretty what about? Uh, but dude, that that's what that's what I mean. But five hundred homers is a lot. It's a lot. That's the thing. So think about think about five hundred homers. That's that's why when you look even when you look at a guy like Pujols, seven hundred homers, three thousand. Those are just stupid numbers. And the yeah. consistency, you have to like stay healthy and you have to put up thirty home run years consistently. Yeah. Let, right? Okay. F- f- okay. Yeah. Good. Oh, I was gonna like say four, like four hundred fifty homers is thirty homers a year. For 15 years, right? Exactly. I'll give you even more perspective. Aaron Judge, who we, we arguably, I mean, he's technically the single-season home run king in, in a lot of people's minds. He's had a season of 52 already. He's had a season of 62 already. He's 31 years old, and he only he has 224 homers. Right, exactly. So he has he to duplicate. 280 more. He needs to be better in this contract than he has been in his other contract, and he's... Got a number two MVP, a number one MVP, and a number four MVP voting in his career, and he has to be better than that, right? To get to five hundred homers, I think. Yeah. Look at yeah. what well, Sheffield didn't get to five hundred, didn't? Did he? Yeah, he did. He got to. Oh, well, oh that's right. He Mets. got to five hundred with the Mets. He, he got to five hundred. Yeah, I thought that was yeah. 400. Dude, right. you know what's you know what's great when I think about five hundred homers? I yeah. think this is like that number is a big deal, and as a player, when you're you know when you're around guys that are. Maybe they're closing in on four five hundred. I remember um, playing against Jim Tomey when he was with the Phillies. He hit his four hundredth homer against us in Philly. It was incredible. Um, I hit a home run in the tenth though to win that game. No big deal. Oh, no anyway, big deal. <laughs> anyway, no. When I look back, but but dude, one of the cool stories, really, really quick. Jim Tomey when I when he hit the four hundredth homer, we, it was a there was a rain delay in like the fourth or fifth, and he'd already hit it. And he asked me. You know, he had gotten a first, I think, for the walk or, or the game before. Hey, what are your kids' names? Oh, Andrew and Jake. That's all I had at the time. Dude, at the break, he sends me over, like, two ticket stubs. Uh, two Andrew, two Jake, 400 homer, you know, Tim Tomey. How cool is that? I still no way. How cool is that? Unprompted. Dude, on his own, you didn't ask him for it. Yeah, that's Jim Tomey for you, dude. One of the greatest shooters sure ever. So, so cool. But I think about this, Chinch. I'm on Ken Griffey Jr.'s team. Obviously, one of the greatest ever. We're... I watched him hit his 500th homer in St. Louis. Mm-hmm. What a moment, dude. Junior homers. You know, we all know the, the, the moment. Uh, Ken yeah. Griffey Sr.'s there. Um, you know, uh, you know, all, uh, you know, Melissa's there with, with the kids. And, and, and he was just like, 
just an incredible moment. So junior homers get a, give a chance, give him a hug. Then he goes over, gives his dad a hug, you know, who was our hitting coach for a few years. So mm -hmm. that was so cool. All right. right around the same time, Sammy Sosa hits his 500th home run against Scott Sullivan in Cincinnati. So I get You're to there. witness that. I get to witness that. Witness it. Boom. Here he comes. I'm like, this is incredible, right? I see Griffey. I see Sosa. 2008, I'm with the Red Sox. Manny Ramirez. Oh, bam, my God. 500th homer. Yeah, dude. Three 500 homers. I was there. I was on the team for two of them and saw Manfred for three. Incredible. And I go back to the, with the greatest home run chase ever in 1998. Sosa McGuire. Whatever. Whatever you feel about it. It was incredible. It was my rookie year. McGuire hit 60 against us, um, I believe, in Cincinnati. No, 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 no. In in St. Louis, number right. 60. Oof. Off Dennis Reyes, I believe, and it was just such a cool moment. So I've had, like, you look back, you look at home runs and, and how romantic, romanticized they are in this game. To see three 500 home run club guys, you know, be there when it happened. That's crazy. I, I'm, I'm great. One of the coolest moments of my career. Dude. Question, were you playing first when Sammy hit his 500? Yeah, I was playing first. Okay, question number two, follow-up. Did you shake his hand when he rounded? No, 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 no. But I was going to – but if McGuire hits oh, 62 against us – Oh, you were going to jump on McGuire's back and ride him around the well, bases. Well, here, dude, here, here's the crazy <laughs> thing about that. No, seriously, I was. Yeah. <laughs> he hit he 60 against us. Then the Cubs came into St. Louis for three games. This is what it was. So I was like, oh, my God, it's incredible. He's going to hit 62 against us, and what am I going to do? I said, what am I going to do? When he rounds first, I'm going to give him a humongous hug and be like, you're the greatest, you're the greatest <laughs> of all time. And what's funny is, dude, he ends up hitting it the night before they come to St. Louis. He hits 62 in St. Louis against Chicago and Mark Grace, just a great moment. He high-fived him. I, you know, I don't know if it was a hug, yeah. but a high-five. But I kept thinking to myself, because, dude, he hit 62. They came to Cincinnati the next night. Tony La Russa didn't have him in the lineup initially. McGuire went to La Russa. Yeah, when the lineup came up in our, in our dog, oh, we're like, McGuire's not going to play. There's 55,000 people that <laughs> yeah, came here to Cincinnati night. So he, I guess he went up to La Russa and was like, listen, I got to play tonight because, you know, I just broke the record and, you know, I got to be in the lineup for the crowd. I just thought it was a cool thing for McGuire to be in the lineup that night. But That's good. Yeah, dude. I was going to give him the biggest bear hug you ever seen in your life. They'd be like, who's this Sean Casey guy? I'm like, <laughs> if you send me down, at least I hugged Mark McGuire on 62, baby. Is, it, is McGuire the one who's like, but you were kissing at first base one day when they were trying to move you like into oh, yeah. a different position? Yeah. <laughs> dude, we intensely walked McGuire. I'm like, I got to get a conversation. I was like, I, I, at that point in my career, I was 23. I was like, I don't know when I'm getting shipped out of here. I was like, I got to get as many conversations, autographs in as I, as I can. And the only conversation I wanted to have was with McGuire. I mean, he was like literally like the, the hottest celebrity in the world. So, dude, I post up next to him. I'm like, dude. And I'm, dude, I'm 23. I'm, 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 and I don't care at this point. I just want to get a conversation. I'm like, oh, Big Mac. I'm like, Having a great year, man. It's incredible. I was like, I can't believe we didn't pitch you right there. It's, how's your son doing? I see he's the bat boy. I'm going to this whole thing. McGuire must have been like, who's this idiot? You know, and I'm like, this is so cool, man. So, dude, as we're talking, um, I don't realize, but McGuire, uh, behind me, Jack McKeon and them are trying to get me to play behind McGuire because obviously he's not stealing, but I'm like, I'm holding him on because I want to get a conversation. I, right. And so McGuire's like, uh, hey, 
hey, uh, Sean, he's like, uh, I think they're trying to get your uh, attention in the dugout. I turn around, they're like, what are you doing, man? Play <laughs> behind them. They've been yelling for like five minutes. The catcher's out. I don't even realize the catcher stopped. Everyone stopped. But I'm like so enamored with McGuire. Like, dude, you're such a good player. And it, it's, uh, you're, you're such, you have such big muscles. And, you're, and, you're, and your son's the, son's the bat boy. It's incredible. This is so good. By the way, I just pulled up Sosa's 500th home run. You're not even in a shot, man. You're not even. I'm not? No, you're not I must even have been in, in maybe, maybe I'm in the, in the you're dirt. Playing, well, you're I mean, probably playing deep in, in case you want Oppo and ripped your head yeah, off I with was, a, dude, one of his roid, roid liners. One of his. Screaming, fiery, <laughs> roid line drive the opposite way. <laughs> oh, my God. I, lo- I don't care, man. I loved watching him. He was one of my favorite players. Yeah. What, I mean, take everything else away. But, like, remember he won the uh, – when he did the uh, – remember 9-11 happened. Brought was, the flag out. He brought the flag out to right. Because, first of all, th- that's the other thing, too. At Wrigley, bef- at the start of every game, when he would do a yeah. full sprint. Sprint. And run. Dude, they loved him. Ugh. Bro. He's a god you there. Never they won't bring him back. Day. They don't bring him back. I know, I know. Dude. Would you bring him back yeah, at this point? Yes, wouldn't you? Yes, good- dude. There was there, there was pandemonium there, dude. Fa- and and dude, Amazing. I guess I guess it ended weird with Sosa there. I don't know. Yeah. It just it ended. It ended. But you know weird. what? It ended weird with the Yankees with uh, Yogi Berra. But guess what? They eventually made amends. Look, you you could you can't make that much money off a human being and then just go tisk tisk tisk. We're never going to talk. Now, granted, maybe there is some sort of inside baseball stuff that yeah, that, yeah. that might have been really, really bad. There's definitely some stories out there. That, oh, you got some dirt. We'll talk offline on this one. Whatever, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait. I think I... Oh, I think not, I not dirt. Not dirt, but I know there was hard feelings at the yeah. end. Well, That's all. I just know there was hard feelings at the end. Yeah. Yeah. Well... Cliff Floyd's always hanging out with the with with Sammy down in uh, in Miami. I mean, is he? Well, Cliff hangs out with everybody. Cliff hangs he's out with everybody. everybody. Yeah, you, you go to Cliff. Like, hey, here's me and Scotty like, Pippen. Dude, the guy knows everybody. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He's the coolest. Cliff's because Cliff's the coolest. I've hung out with Cliff, and I'm like, dude, I'm so cool. I'm hanging out with Cliff Floyd. Cliff Floyd. Dude, you know? Yeah, he's the best. Those guys party down. Best. Me. Anyway, all right. Well, good start to the week. <laughs> You're like, man, I want to be at one of Cliff's parties with uh, Sammy Sosa. Yeah. Anyway, those guys, uh, whatever. We had a great start to the week. Your, your son's gone, or they're sticking around for another day? They just I'm came. Gonna go, I'm going to go take a couple rips with my son right now. I love it. And then uh, we're going to go to the Pirate game tonight, and then he's heading back tomorrow morning. Okay. My other son, Andrew, is driving back today. Awesome. In a all couple right. hours. Yeah, about right. an hour. Say so. hi to those fellas for me. Keep yeah. ripping. Thank you, brother. All right, dude. All right. Let's get after it, man. Brother, let's yeah, have a good hey, man, week. Have a chit. Have a great, great. Yeah, let's start the week. Let's go. And everyone out there listening, we appreciate it. And uh, keep listening. Thanks for joining us today. We'll see everybody tomorrow.